0: Welcome back everybody and Bobby I got something that I think you may have an opinion or two on okay Uh-oh discipline versus creativity Can yeah. you as an artist as a creator have a disciplined schedule where you work on a regular basis from if whether it's the typical 9 to 5 schedule okay or whatever that schedule works out in your day Or is it better to wait until you are inspired? You know, should you wait for a spontaneous, can you, are you going to draw better, create better, write better when you feel that creativity and that excitement that you want to get into that project? Which is the better way to do things?
1: Um See, which is the be- i don't know if there is a better or worse way to do things myself i try to look at it as a job even though it's something that i really enjoy, enjoy. it's a hobby it's a job it does inspiration strikes yes definitely because i've constantly you know me i've constantly got four or five projects going on in my head all the time from a comics to novels to to a dD game so there's like Four or five, and they're like totally different projects all the time. So, when one hits me stronger than the other, I jump on it. Now, unfortunately, sometimes because I have so many projects, some of these do get put off, and sometimes they get put off a lot longer than I ever dreamed they would be. So, but for myself, I try to look at this as a job, especially when I do something and I say I'm going to deliver on time, like a Kickstarter project. Now that Kickstarter project will now be a job. There's there's no procrastinating and no getting around it. There's a deadline. There's a work frame. We've got to meet all these different criterias to get this delivered to the customer because that's what we said. I know some Kickstarter guys who still want to procrastinate and hold back and don't ship their stuff. Um, that just looks bad on you. It just does. And you just and the biggest thing is communication. So, I guess it also depends on your lifestyle. Do you work a nine to five job somewhere else? It's not creative, but I know it's what you got to do for you and your family. So your creative stuff is just your evenings, your weekends. It's a hobby. Then, yeah, you definitely work on inspiration. I always think it's better if you look on a project as a job and break it down into the processes that it's going to take to get it there. I don't know. I, I think you need to take advantage of opportunities. You know, especially like what's going on right now. With so many people having to stay at home and stuff. If you're staying at home and you have an opportunity to branch out, to reach and set your goals and meet them, take advantage of that, man. Jump on it. Don't don't just well, lag around.
0: Well, it's too easy to say, you know, I gave you a very it's kind of a setup up question because the, <laughs> the ultimate answer is that's some of both. But that's too easy and too pat an answer just to say, well, do both, you know. be disciplined and wait till you're, you know, and be inspired because it's finding that balance between the the two of them that is so difficult. So for so many creators, because being disciplined, I mean, if you, if you play guitar, okay, Mm -hmm. you can't not play guitar for six months and then pick up the guitar and play as well as you did six months ago. There's muscle memory. There's, you know, there's the physicality of of playing an instrument that if you don't keep those m- literal muscles in shape you're not going to do as well all right right uh the same thing is true for an artist okay if you are drawing every couple of months okay you lose that dexterity that muscle memory of you know how to draw you cannot pick up where you left off you you're you do fall behind
1: well, also, you do pick up where you where you sort of left off as far as um, talent and you're not expanding. The more you draw, the more you find little ways to get, I don't want to say shortcuts, but to do things better and maybe even faster. So when you're not constantly drawing, you're never pushing the boundaries of how to create. So you're constantly stuck in that uh, 1990s image style and you're never getting past that. You're not looking into better ways to do lighting and shadows. You're not looking at different ways to take your art using thin thicks. You're just, you're, you pick it up every couple months and say, yeah, I'll draw this figure. Or, I'll draw this comic, boom, 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 and then come back to it. So you're not pushing yourself to get better either. You're falling back A on lot what of, your skills are.
0: True. A lot of people can see that more um, physical nature of drawing. But they don't think of that so much for writing because, you know, you're not using a keyboard to type for speed when you're writing, but you have the same mental muscles that if you're not writing on a regular basis, it doesn't, you know, again, you have to get back into that the mind frame and you don't progress in your skills of how to structure your stories. There's the plain practice of making writing something that you do on a regular basis or an everyday basis. Is I think writers can be more even more susceptible to. I'll wait until I get inspired by a story idea.
1: Now, I'm raising my hand.
0: <laughs> because, uh, I, yes, I could see. I, that just,
1: I just did that. Um, unfortunately, I came to a snag point, came up forever, and I was like, okay, so I went off and did other things with the story constantly in my mind. And then got hit by inspiration, not on just the novel I was writing, but the second novel was also I have in progress. And once the inspiration hit me on the first one, I was able to just sit down and just within a few days wrap up what what I was hanging on to. Um, unfortunately, there was a long period of time there that I did not write. So my skill set did not get better. I reread it now and go, oh, Okay. I I do write as fast as I can because I want to get it down on paper. Then I'll come back and re, I don't know, rewrite it. It's not the proper term, but to add to it, to fluff it up, to put in the details. I'll come back and add in more details. And yeah, more information. That's, that's
0: perfectly. Yeah, that's a perfectly legitimate technique: is to do a flurry of getting all the main ideas that down on paper, and then coming back to um to to work that to you know give it more form and shape and texture. Okay, so a lot of ways that an artist will do with a pencil drawing too.
1: Yes, and, and I'll be I'll, I'll be honest. Always, thought, oh man, you can write. It's not as easy as, as some people want to make it. There is a lot of technique to it. Um, I find myself listening to a lot of authors because I, I have more time to listen to actually sit down and read books now. Uh, and the thing is, I'm listening to these authors. And yes, I get into the stories and stuff, but also I'm listening to how they do certain things and describe different things. And some authors will spend a whole chapter on just one little incident. And other, thing, other ones will move things along pretty quickly. Um, so I'm listening to different ways that these guys are are explaining their stories and telling me a story to absorb. So then I can use that for myself. So I, I know uh, most authors probably out there do listen and read a lot of books that they enjoy. It's just, it's like us reading comics and we enjoy those to create them. We create our own comic.
0: Well, it's easier for someone to see uh, an artist to watch their artwork improve it's 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 more concrete the watching the process is more concrete watching a writer work okay, is not as fascinating you will see you know YouTube tutorials of how to draw or how to ink. you never really see a youtube tutorial of of Stephen King sitting at his typewriter you know <laughs> no it's no. just not doesn't work the same way, but there is so much of the same process is going on it's just going on in your head it's not you know as physical sometimes you're your story, you were working out in the back of your mind as you're going through day to day events. Okay. But when you sat down to write it again, the f- actual writing be- was a little bit harder. If you were writing every day, just writing something, not your main story, but just writing, a, I'm going to write a page of just this incident. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those kind of, it's like doing warm up exercises at the piano. Okay. It's not, you know, it's not your performance, but it's, you know, you if you keep those warm up exercises going, then you find that you're going to be better when it comes to, now I've got that creative burst. Now I really know where this story is going.
1: Right. No, I agree. Um, It's just like keeping a sketchbook for artists. You sketch around in the sketchbook just to stay warm and fragile and try different things. And then when you sit down to create the art, you know, you feel good. I I agree, and it's something I'm working on, is to do more daily writing. My writing, I'm amazed. I don't know how to put it, but... When I sit down, I know I got an idea and I'm writing it, and then all this other stuff floods in. So I, I love to sit down and talk to some writers because, you know, be, coming from the art end of this, it, it's so. You know, you talk to artists about how you draw perspectives and one, two, three points, blah, blah. blah. But from artists, I mean, do you do you have everything planned when you sit down? Because I do not. I sit down and plan and then the story just starts flowing. And as I'm typing, I go, oh, but we can go over here and do this. And oh, but this can tie in at this. So then I'm adding this. And then when I go back and reread it, that's when I start connecting the dots between some of the different things.
0: Well, your pro style is very much a natural storyteller. You keep mentioning telling the story. That's how you write, is I have a story Mm -hmm. to tell you. Some writers are so involved in their flourishes, okay? I'm using this literary technique, and blah, 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 blah. And that can be a very good writer, don't get me wrong, okay? But I really have a lot of admiration for someone who just has a great story to tell and Uh pulls you along in that story, where you want to turn the page to find out what happens next, okay? And that's your initial pass is the story, the pure story. And then your second pass is adding, well, let me add some texture and details and more description. Okay. To more pull you into the, the world of the story, you know, and that's, and it it does remind me of someone doing the rough pencil sketches to outline a figure. Okay. And then Uh going back and adding the detail and detail to actually finish in sh- the full structure of, you know, but without that initial, you know, storytelling of your, your layouts for an artist, you can draw as pretty as you want. If your layouts, if your storytelling is not good, I can't tell what you're trying to tell me,
1: you know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. Get back there a minute. Yeah. You said there's supposed to be techniques to this writing shit. I'm
0: in trouble. Yes. <laughs> oh, there no. are techniques. Okay. <laughs> No, but you're the type oh, of writer no. that someone, all right, a literary professor will sit down and tell you what your techniques are. And you go, Yeah, I knew I was doing that. Okay. Oh, you just, okay. like, just bluff them. Ah, okay. You know, but they, right. they can go, go over it and tell you what techniques you are actually using, but you're not so absorbed in the artifice of it that you are not let you care about. I want my story told. Okay. Right. And I think that's a better type of writer. I think more people prefer that type of writer than someone who's just trying to, you know, baffle you with their arcane knowledge of technique. Okay.
1: Right. I, I'm just having fun. I've got a story that I want to tell and I'm going to have fun with it. And you know, if people want to jump on board, I, I hope some people want to jump on board, but they want to. Well, then great.
0: Well, that goes back to our core. That goes back to our core discussion here is the discipline uh can you as an artist say i'm going to draw for two these two hours every day are you going to produce the same amount of work in those two hours every single day sometimes you're going to be that's a tough question isn't it yes
1: it is because it just depends on the day um unfortunately creativity sometimes can't be turned on and be turned off. there's some days that hit you uh, some days it wakes you up middle of night and you go, Oh, 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 I got to get that. And you get up. I got to get the typewriter. I got to get
0: to the drawing board. Now, now, now three
1: three o'clock in the morning. And you just went to bed at midnight. You know, there's some days you get up and you just drag through it and sit down to stare and go, no, this ain't getting it. This ain't getting it.
0: And it's a difficult job for you to know yourself, to know, when it's just not going to happen, you're pushing it. It's not time or when you should push yourself to say, look, if I just keep waiting for inspiration to strike, how long is this project going to take? Okay. Right. You know, I want to draw a 20 page comic book. I've been working on it for two years. Now, is that a reasonable mm-hmm. time span? Okay. No, like, what you need to bring long? in some
1: people to motivate you at that point. You know? If you're uh, not born that, all, you question. need to reach out because, and, and it's like with Sapphire, you know, we're putting together the Facebook page, private group. It's a group for people to get out there and get inspiration and encouragement. It's small now because Sapphire is small, but it will grow. The thing is, if you don't, you feel like you're not getting where you want to be, reach out, get some people to, to get with you, suggestions, be open to it. You can't just go in there with, I just want to do this, but then you're wasting your time reaching out. But if you're open to it, reach out, you know, bring some people in, discuss what's going on. Uh, I know Bill Nichols used to meet up with a group of creators down there on a weekly basis, and they talk about comics and different things that's going on and share ideas. Uh, You and I discuss comics and and stuff that's going on. Me and Nichols do the same thing on on almost a weekly basis. So it's like when you have a core group around you, it can help you keep moving forward and you don't get stuck with the two-year gap and going oh, it's not very
0: so. Yeah. So your first step is self-discipline. Of like, I'm going to sit down and put in the work. I'm going to do the work with pencils, with inks, you know, at the typewriter, and put, actually put effort into it. Mm-hmm. Then there's a second time where you are just like, I can't do or think of anything else. I'm going to use this creative burst and get as much as I can can done. But then there's also the discipline of going over, what did I do during this creative burst? And what now do I have to structure it so that it actually is finished as a product? Not just, oh, look, I did a great pencil drawing, okay? But let's do it to completion, you know?
1: Right, right. But
0: there's also times when you say, you not force the creativity, but you have to look outside of yourself to get back to that um, feeling of that creative energy because you can burn yourself out but other people can help to ignite those fires in you again.
1: Yeah. And and the cool thing with the net and everything now, I mean, one of my greatest times was having a studio and you get all jazzed up and get everybody else all jazzed up. and You're throwing ideas and bouncing stuff around. That was a blast. We can do that on the net now. And we've been able to do it for a long time. But you can get into the Facebook groups and you get into chats and Google meetings and all that. Use it the same way but stay encouraged, you know, keep yourself moving forward. It's just, you can get yourself burned out. I don't know. I I don't.
0: You can be so close to your own project that you can't see the flaws, but you also can't see what's good about it. Okay. Yes. You can become hypercritical of your own work where no, I mean, yeah, there are flaws that can be improved, but no, it's not all garbage. Okay. There's right. a medium ground there. And sometimes you need that other perspective. Sometimes it's from a friend who is not a creative. Okay. But they're just going to give you some praise, you know, and you then that's helpful. But sometimes you need that feedback from someone else who's going through what you're going through. And, you know, it might not be as much pure praise, you know, there could be some more constructive criticism, but that praise that you do get means more because it's from someone who knows what you're going through.
1: Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I can tell you what, some of the greatest praise I've got was getting a star from Wendy on when she read my script <laughs> for Camelot forever. Yes. That's a hey, people she's a school teacher. So I'll oh. let you know. Hey, um that many, was many fun.
0: years teaching elementary school. And <laughs> well, yes, but you, you didn't only get that star when you got that frowny face earlier. Oh, I <laughs> man, know. That oh, one hurt, man. didn't that it? That one,
1: that one did hurt. That one did. Yeah. But we fixed it. We fixed it. Yes. We yes. came back.
0: But <laughs> you came back, you <laughs> got that star. Yes. And uh, I don't know not exactly what you're talking about, but it is funny how the fact that she was a school teacher and uses those same techniques you remember from a child and go like, man, <laughs> this is Yes. This is serious. I can't deal with this brown face. I gotta fix this. Okay, that's right. I gotta that's right. earn that star.
1: But you have to reach out to people and and stay motivated if that's what you need. So self discipline. If you're good at it, it works. If not, try to build a community around yourself to get you the, to your goals. I think you know that's sort of what you've got to do, uh, or look at it as a job. Every day, I'm gonna put three hours. I'm gonna go down the studio, put three hours in.
0: But I think having that connection to community helps you to maintain that discipline. There's an ego to it, okay? There's your feelings are an important part of this. It's, emotion is an important part of creating anything, okay? And your motivation can't always all come from yourself. I mean, you, you have to be self-motivated to a degree, but you need to know when, like, nah, I need that extra boost. I need someone to help to motivate me. And then it's easier to get back to that discipline again, okay? look for those creative bursts, make use of them, but don't rely on them completely. You have to have that balance between discipline and pure creativity.
1: Right. Nope. I agree.
0: Well, I think that does wrap it for today, Bob. We're kind of out of time here, but I think that was a really good discussion of saying, well, no, it's not just the balance, but how do you create that balance? And that's an important thing that As a creative person, you have to learn and then relearn and relearn. Am I right?
1: Yes. Um, Yep. Say discipline, work on it, create your skills, have fun at the end of the day. that's what we're doing, This whether it's a hobby or a job. We we decided to get in this crazy industry because we like and enjoy it and want to have fun. So,
0: yep. I think that's the perfect last word. Thanks so much for your time today, Bob. We'll talk again soon.
1: Thank you, Bill. Take care.
0: Bye-bye.